Hi, come on in, grab a snack. Welcome to Bob and Joyce. We have a good program today and hope you leave with good ideas and by all means, a few good laughs. We want to support you doing bold work. Hey, Bob. Hey, Joyce, what's going on? Well, I just got off an interesting Zoom call. And in, I'm a member of the Aspire for Women. I don't know what it is. I don't know how I got chosen. I know I, I, I don't remember. I, I get emails every once in a while. I have never done anything with it. So, that's a nice, well, by the way, Joyce, that's a nice plug for him. Oh. <laughs> well, good. I'd be glad to plug. It's for to get women to aspire to hire whatever. Sure. So I there's a they're running a 500 person webinar or work, you know, event. And I signed up to facilitate, be the guide by the side kind of thing. Well, anyhow, the women that came on were wonderful. And there were from Istanbul, Uganda, Greece, it's global. So that was fun, but I'm terrified because I can't make sense of what we do on chat. We're supposed to help the 500 people enjoy the experience and respond. So I have to look up how to do a webinar well. But anyway, it was it, it is worth it. And it's for young women 16 through 25. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's kind of catching them in a yeah. pretty critical uh, decision making time, or at least life yeah. changing yeah. Uh, time. Yeah. And I um, love the woman who runs it, Dr. Sam Collins. She's They're all wonderful women. But she ran a, f- a focus group for this. And with girls, 20 women, 21 years old or so. No, 16 to 18. And they said they really wanted older speakers. They wanted people that have a lot of experience. So she was madly looking for speakers and was going to ask me. (laughs) She went back to the focus group and they said, no, we mean people like 23. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that that, that was... uh... That hurt. Yeah. That was yeah. yeah. You know, you just said something, and maybe I, I misunderstood. But how many times have you either been facilitating or leading a section session, and at some point in time, you feel like you're totally unhinged and out of control? Like you're not even sure what's going on here. But you're you're kind of the person that everyone's looking to. And, and that hasn't happened often, but, and I'm not saying that just happened to you, but uh, boy, it was terrifying. When did it just now? Oh yeah. What are you talking about when I was terrified and froze? Didn't you say that you, you kind of came into this group and you're not sure exactly what they do. And you were asked to do uh, some kind of facilitation. So you go in all kinds of goodwill, but not knowing Am yeah. I leading the dance? Am I following? Right. Uh, and what I said to them, I said, I signed up for this because I yeah. don't know how to do it. And I wanted to do something, something that made my hands sweat. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but before we come on, I, we were talking about facilitating. I was thinking how I got lost when I was running a panel discussion for a women's conference. And there were like a thousand women in the audience. And I overprepared the panel. So that when we got in, it was so flat and so dead. And it was one of those moments where I said, I'm lost. 
And of course, the best thing to do when you're lost is to say, I'm lost. Yep. And I kept, oh, God. So this, talk about cringe moments. We said we would. That was one of my largest cringe moments. <laughs> and people expect a lot from me. And on that, I was going, and so now let's go next to says Sharon. <laughs> you know, I, you know how when you overcomplicate an exercise, have you ever done that? I'll never forget. I was um, for a, a period of time, if you remember, um, uh, you know, doing role playing and acting and miming was really uh, mm -hmm. popular and, mm -hmm. and uh, dreaded. Yeah. And dreaded. Uh, um, dreaded. So, so at any rate, I'm, I'm in a mix of about 20 people. I say mix because they're half female, half male, uh, all different age groups and hourly kind of labors to executives. So I decided that to make one of my learning points that I would, I would have people uh, literally take part in an exercise um, uh, where they had to do improv. And I thought they were doing great. I mean, they were playing right along. They were really good sports. And one guy, dirt all over him, work boots on, he like stops and goes, hey, I got a question. Does anyone here understand what the hell's going on right now? <laughs> I raise a hand, yeah, I do. <laughs> well, I don't even know where to go with it, but it was just, it was a learning moment for me because obviously I hadn't set up the context well for what we were doing. Well, do you remember when we ran a leadership thing on Shabig Island? Sure. Do you remember we did a thing on improv? Oh, yes, uh, yes. Yeah. And at least one person just froze. And they all talked about how hard it was to Terrible. not know where they were going, but to have to say yes and to keep it going because uh, we used Tina Fey's book to guide it. But anyway, awesome. and I brought in, um, what's the Chicago improv group's name? It might be Second, Second City. City. Yeah, yeah I, I brought in some Second City people to work with the leadership college that I, you and I designed. Yep. And ran and they were so great and you know what i didn't take a single note oh my gosh i can't bear that i didn't but you know why i started playing i was going to say you were in it as opposed i to broke the fundamental rule uh, of you know stay out guide and more importantly copy what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh so um we, we, i think that's what we're talking about <laughs> not what we planned no, it's not what we planned at all. Improvisation. <laughs> I, I personally, uh, I find it to be really valuable. And uh, I, I, I think, particularly with leaders, when, when they have to kind of open up and be vulnerable and uh, literally be out there on the skinny branches, I think there's a real learning opportunity. Which feels horrible. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, that, that's essentially what this guy was saying. This really feels stupid and I'm not going to play. <laughs> Do you remember when we 
did improvisation when our guest speaker just didn't ever show up. <laughs> yeah, for like two and a half hours. <laughs> mm -hmm. Two and a half hours of warm-ups. <laughs> Everyone loved it. I know, best meeting we've ever had. <laughs> what did we accomplish? Community. Everybody community. had community. <laughs> oh, I've had, to, I remember a scary moment that where I had to improvise and it worked. And it was it, with 125 people, the delays group, top 150 people. Yeah. They didn't know I improvised, <laughs> but it was just not going well. And I went out for a walk at lunch and um, people wanted to talk to me and give me ideas. I said, no, leave me alone. Because <laughs> I shared with some people, ah, this isn't good enough. And um, came back in and I can't remember what I did, which is awful. But I know that I had everybody get into a large circle as opposed to structured stuff that was going on. And, and I think I simply said, we are lost. Yeah. And businesses get lost and you get lost. Here was what we want the focus to be. Here is what I was trying to do. And we are lost. I think I had sweaty um, knee pits <laughs> because, <laughs> because I didn't know I, my knees had pits. <laughs> no, I know, but I like the phrase. So anyway, it opened up such a beautiful and long conversation yeah. that uh, the other thing that I had to jump in and improvise with was quit trying to finish this. Yeah. This is a beginning. Put the flip chart away. This is you're having real talk. Don't complete it, which is a, an odd way to end. Well, I am incomplete. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, you're, you're really touching on something. We talk kind of uh, about improv blow ups and hacks, uh, but that whole notion of pivoting or mm -hmm. knowing when just to come clean. Hey, I, I'm lost. Are you? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think early in my career, I was so scripted about learning outcomes and process. I, I would literally kill an audience, like flatten them like zombies. But I was, I was dutifully going through my presentation. I was, mm -hmm. you know, and that whole notion of reading. Uh, I've said before, you read a room well, and uh, that is such a critical aspect of facilitating. Well, and to, I've, I also did, a, I had a frozen moment at York Harbor. Were you there? It was on innovation. I had yeah, everybody, I yeah. And I had everybody bring a product, a new product to share. That yeah. could have been wonderful. Only talking about those and saying, why did you bring this product? What is it that's interesting about this? Okay, take what's interesting about this. How can we use that at retail? would have been a great three days. I had that meeting so jam-packed. And in the middle, I was supposed to do a presentation and the technology went bluey. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything to do. And it was because I felt there was something in the air. And the air was, I think, that Pierre Olivier had just made me an EVP. Yeah. And I had 
<laughs> I had been in the bathroom when he started to make the announcement and somebody came and got me. I said, get out there. And I was flummoxed. That's all there is to it. And I know that the CEO was very disappointed in my reaction to my promotion and also in how everything else went bluey. And I think he flew away thinking, have I done the right thing? It should have been at a moment of great. Yeah. It wasn't. Oh, surely you were there. We had a pizza making contest and it poured rain. I, 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 if Slimy I'm, dough. Was Slimy it in the spring? Dough. I was at your carver in the spring and I only remember because it was, gosh, it was probably like 50 degrees out and there were people on the beach in bikinis. I said, only in Maine can this happen. I, I know, but you don't remember any content. Well, I don't remember. I certainly don't remember you being Breathing. in the bathroom when you were promoted. Do you uh, remember me being promoted to EVP? You know, I may not have been there because I obviously yeah. knew you were promoted, but I, I, yeah, I, I think, think that would have been were. a moment. We would have gotten behind a flip chart and did a yeah, little bit of a um, debrief. Yeah, I just, oh, this is one I really don't like to talk about. So why did I bring it up? It's a moment when I didn't give it. It's a moment when I didn't. So the hint is, the nugget is, when you feel that frozenness, when you are frightened that you're failing, to somehow say it. You don't have to say, hi, I'm a failure in organizational development and I should leave. But to just say, I'm stuck right now. What would be productive to do? Or... I don't know. I know that if people, when they started to give me ideas during that one conference during lunch, that's yep. not what I needed. I needed to get in touch with me. So the other thing is when in doubt, take a break. Yeah, absolutely. That I was surprised you didn't, uh, when you said you froze, I was surprised you didn't say, okay, take another 15. Well, yeah, that's right. Back. Oh, take another 15. Um, yeah, there was so much potential in that particular three day that didn't come to fruition, but there was another thing going on, which was the top 25 knew there was some sort of organizational trauma or acquisition or something going on and they weren't there. That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, literally you know, they sat in their chairs and you could just see them going, let me get out of this. Yeah. Let their, their bodies up, were up, up. Yeah. And then they would disappear at lunch and they would disappear. Yeah. So I mean, their feet. I wasn't my fault. It was their fault? <laughs> well, you know, I think about the dynamic of doing any kind of uh, facilitated event. So you, it's going to be interactive, and and it doesn't matter if it's the same group that you worked with a month ago or last quarter. Every time you meet, it's a first time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Whether it be the content, whether it be the environment. And, and, and first time that you do anything, there's going to be an element of risk and potential failure. Uh, yeah, but usually for me, I mean, I think there's a rhythm to meetings, which is you have a really breakthrough, then a lousy, then a boring, excuse me. Bless you. Bless you again. Thank you. I'll take blessings wherever I can get them. No, it is Easter but- week. Oh, that's right. So anyway, um, yeah, I think there's a rhythm 
to meetings, or at least there were was with me. I did better with new. I'm not good at repeating. Yeah, I, um, I, I, and this is more as an external. What I find very challenging mm. when I'm uh, brought in as an external uh, uh, consultant to facilitate a strategy session or team building or yeah. promotion of the president and getting their team together. I, I find that I'm blindsided often by uh, either the norms of the way they meet or uh, you know uh, the conditions. But I was I, I did an offsite with a group, and we were there to build community and teamwork and deal with conflict and have some serious conversations about the business. And they were all there when I got there, so I usually get there a half hour early to set up get a feel for the room and they were already there and every one of them had their laptops open. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the heck they were looking at, mm -hmm. but I know that they weren't looking towards the front of the room. So we get started and, and the laptops never go down and it was flat, flat, flat in terms of <coughs> here's the future of the company We're we've got really aggressive growth plans. I had the president get up and, and share with Were them. they taking notes or? No. I mean, they I- They were doing email? I, I have no idea what they were doing, but it was just really distracting. And I finally did kind of a timeout. And I Good. said, you know, I, I have a request. I would like every one of you to close your laptops. And they didn't look at me. They looked right at their president. And she looked at me and I kind of gave her like, trust me, please. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, let's, let's kind of do, let's all concentrate on uh, the conversation today. Uh, and all the laptops went down and the meeting ends up being great. Good. But in all honesty, I think I pissed half of her team off. Good. Um, and you know, I, I ultimately did more business with them, but I think it really like, who does this guy, this external guy to tell me to shut my, um, mm -hmm. laptop. Do you I think they would have done it without her in the room? I think I would have done it sooner. Yeah. I, 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 mm. I like, I like to respect the norms of a company and, and the rituals and how they meet and. Uh, for all I know, they could have been taking copious notes on their uh -huh. laptops. My yeah. read was they weren't. Um, I don't know where to go with it, only to say when you sniff something in the room or something is really distracting, uh, don't try to fight your way through it. Bring them in to well, conversation. Fight, don't fight or fake. Tell me more. I, I tend to fake <laughs> when I'm bad. Okay. When I'm bad. I will pretend there isn't as much resistance as the room as there is. Although I can remember when I did, oh gosh, I managed, if you can manage, picture it, a system change in the Department of Children and Family Services in Illinois. Yeah. And of course, everybody hated technology and it was a while ago, but I would start the meeting by saying, can you all tell me how much you hate this and why you don't want this change? And Let's just complain like crazy because it's coming, but you have a right to really 
bitch is what I said. <laughs> I felt, and I said, I need people to help do flip charts. I had four people writing. They were yelling this stuff out. It took 45 minutes. Wow. And it cleared the air. So anyway, <laughs> I guess we're not going to talk about the topic we chose, but this no, one. We're not, we're not going to touch it at all. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm, I'm, and I'm, sometimes there are hecklers when you're internal. Well, like even, oh, I was once a heckler. I'm remembering. I was freaked, like literally freaked. I had someone, more than one, in the front row, like literally sleeping, like out, like out like a light. And it was more of a presentation than an interactive. Yeah. And that person sleeping totally derailed me. Isn't that something you couldn't, <laughs> you know, well, it, it's. What could you have with humor? Say, see if the guy next to you wants to hear something. I, I, I think I eventually did that, but I yeah. you know, say, don't let this distract you. Don't look at right. it, focus elsewhere. And yeah your head just goes and does the complete opposite. So, Well, I, I had a couple of people in uh, workshops that I did with the same company who was just um, a contrarian. So, and he stopped after the first morning, he went, I don't know what this is about. And I don't know why we're doing it. So I said, I turned it to the group and I said, I'm willing to stop, to go in a different direction or continue. So let me hear from all of you. I said, let's take 15 minutes and I'm just gonna point to people and you just give me a one sentence remark. Yeah. And their remarks were, oh, he always does that. Let's go forward. Forget about him. This is his habit. <laughs> he got <laughs> nailed. Well, you know, it, and I said, well, you know, he had a valid point and I just, we needed to check out whether the group wanted to roll with it or not. So I, you know, I massaged him a little, but. Yeah, that that's Joyce's golden rule. Make no one look bad. No. Well, or don't make them wrong. Don't make them wrong. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's yeah. good. Don't, don't make them wrong. So anyway, <laughs> should we end on that note? Yeah, I, I think we I should. I mean, how would you summarize this? Okay, so if I were to summarize it, it's, um, I think there's being agile and dancing in the moment is a key component of any facilitation. We've talked about following the energy. Sometimes you as a facilitator have energy to have the group go in one direction and they wanna go in another direction. To me, if it's not totally contrary to where you ultimately see the meeting outcome, you know, surrender and follow the group. Um, yeah, and uh, I think the last I'd say is connection is important. This is gonna sound very basic and elementary, but if I'm too caught up in my technology uh, or in my wow. slides or my notes um, and I'm not connecting with, uh, the group in front of me, to me, that's, uh, that's a killer for both of us. Yeah. And I, and yeah, when your focus begins to be on you, yes, other than the group. And if you think you're not doing well, it gets worse because you're focusing on your own work yes. and you need to take it back to serving the group or, or the person. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're kind of giving the golden rule of uh, coaching. It it doesn't really matter what you think. It's where the client is and what they think. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I've been wrong so often where I think the group is not engaged or connected, only to find out at lunch or on break when we do a kind of a group huddle, everyone's there like, oh, no, this is good. <laughs> so... But it's it's kind of like getting out of your head. So I. Oh, and I, the other I, thing is, when in doubt, ask. Oh my gosh! Yes. Share a perception and ask. And if you get too wed, when it's a large group thing, I could get too wed to the design. Yeah. Oh gosh! Absolutely. Um, I had another thought. Do you, do you, should we save it or should I just blurt no, it No, I'll throw my last one, then you close it. Okay, out. got it. There is a moment, and sometimes I'll describe it when you get a large group together, and I will feel, I'll say, I get excited because I'm going to step forward. And when I do, we're going to create something. And there's nothing more exciting to be right at that moment of beginning uh, to create. Yeah. And saying that always helps me, but anyhow, give your. Yeah, it was a powerful lo- lesson. Um, so this was, once again, I'm an external consultant, but I'm pretty connected with the company. And we were leading a conversation that was confronting the uh, taboos and the sacred cows of the organization. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the morning was that we started was just as flat, as flat as can be. Mm. I asked to see the leadership team, the CEO's team, and I asked them to leave the meeting. Uh-huh. And that, that, took, that took a lot of courage. And I said, it's not about you individually. It's not that there isn't trust, but I, I think we're not getting to the, the power right imbalance. Power imbalance. So I, you know, don't, don't underestimate, given um, you know, power, uh, uh, the nuances that can really take the uh, oxygen out of the room. So with that, uh, till the next time, Joyce. See ya. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others to find the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcasts. Until the next time, be well and be safe.